Endorphins are neuropeptides from the hypothalamus and pituitary gland. They cross the blood-brain barrier and head into the opioid receptors to block pain and create feelings of euphoria. And if anything I said resonates inside your head, then tune on in to the Endorphin Report. Welcome to the Endorphin Report. This is a podcast where we talk about romantic movies and the endorphins that they give us. I'm Daniel. I'm Cynthia. And just a bit about who we are. I'm Daniel Saunders. I'm Paul's brother, if you come here from Loading Ready Run. And together we made 26 episodes of the podcast, Fight the Future with Dan and Paul. And Cynthia is my ex-housemate from about 10 years ago. I technically have studied neuroscience in the past, and Cynthia is a healthcare provider, so you've worked with endorphins in a way. Mm. But that's not the reason why we called this podcast this. You're yes. <laughs> not going to learn anything beyond what you learned in the theme song. No, you're going to hear about a lot of films that I saw that we have feelings about. Yeah, and this podcast comes from when I would be sitting in the kitchen and Cynthia would come down being like, I just saw this movie. I need to tell you all about it. I would watch a movie and then it would stick in my mind and I would just be like, why did that happen? And why would this be here? And occasionally with a really good movie, I would walk out of the movie theater by myself and I would just be like, oh, things just feel good. And I'd just be in a good mood for part of the day. And I mean, that's healthy. I didn't need drugs or anything. It was great. Would you say that it's the best medicine? I would, <laughs> I would not prescribe that to all patients for everything. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, hey, Take two rom-coms. I know you have a cold, but you should turn on the Hallmark channel. And boom, <laughs> I don't think that's going to solve your strep throat or chlamydia. We're going to break down a movie today, which is The Night Before Christmas. That's Night with a K, starring Vanessa Hudgens and Josh Whitehouse. And we'll get to the endorphin report at the very end, where we talk about whether it totally delivers. We're going to do a little plot summary. We're going to talk about some other segments, uh, like... Ew versus ooh versus yes the, exactly the wooing tactics the wooing tactics and about are they going to make it are they going to make yep. it and the day after they get together mm -hmm. but yeah first we'll talk about the plot of this movie in case you have not seen it it's on netflix we open in 1334 norwich norwich in england Indeed, with a bunch of knights all done up on horses. They went out for horses in the in the budget. Uh-huh. And a castle. Yeah, they really went. They, you know, they got a legit castle in there. Yeah, this has bigger production values than I expected. It does. Some of it looks very good and some of it looks very bad. It's a very weird mix. <laughs> um, but we've got this British guy who's, you know, in his knight gear and he goes out and he, I think he's in the forest. He wants to become a true knight. He needs a quest to become a true knight. And he goes out and he, he sees a witch who he calls like an old crone, I guess. And I think she offers to uh, give him a quest or something like that. And she shows him a magic medallion. By the way, he keeps calling her old crone. The actress is 50. <laughs> I know. Old crone. I mean, 50 in 1334 is super ancient. It That's is true. You are like way, you've been given extra lives there. So she says... You must complete your quest before midnight on Christmas Eve. 
It's December 17th, by the way, or 18th, somewhere on that. He's got like a week. Doesn't know what the quest is. Doesn't know what the quest is. She doesn't know. But he's suddenly magically brought into Ohio in 2019. So he pops into a Christmas fair and he's wearing all his gear and he just kind of goes with the flow. And he's just like, huh? And he's just kind of walking all around. And he meets Brooke. Yes, who spills hot chocolate on him. Which he says, what is this delicious mead? Yes, he really goes with the flow on everything. He like is looking all around him and he's like, what? He sees a car and he's like, oh, it's a steel stallion. I mean, he really is pretty, pretty easygoing. He's enjoying it all. He has a really positive attitude towards time travel. Yes. And she later almost hits him with her car and he gets brought to the hospital and they're like, oh, he hit his head. I like this, that there's two meat cutes in this movie. Yeah. She first dumps all of her hot chocolate on him and then hits him with her car. Yes, in a snowstorm. And then they're like, oh, yeah. you must have hit your head, which is why you must think you're a knight. You were obviously a trained knight for this fair. And now you think. So she goes to, to help him in the ER. And then they just discharge him with post-traumatic amnesia disorder. And then they're like, take care, buddy. We don't know where you're from or anything, but we'll let you sleep <laughs> at the police station because this is how mental health works in the U.S. Yeah. So they're like, good luck. And then she's like, no, no, you can stay with me in my guest house that I have because her parents died. So she has this massive house with a massive decorated guest house. And the entire place, even the guest house she doesn't use, has all Christmas gear all in it with matching Christmas kitchen accessories and everything. So he walks in and she shows him what a fridge is and she kind of goes with it too. She's like, sure. I guess she had to show him what a toilet was. He does shower and take off her shirt in front of her, which is not very nightly to do, but, you know, and so she gets a little ab action. He stays up all night watching TV. He has a quest to do and all he does is watch TV for like a full day with her, (laughs) like just binges on Netflix. And that's how he learns what reality is or or like how the world works now is through Netflix, which we all know is it's very accurate. Watching specifically rom-coms on Netflix. Yep. So then at some point they're they're hanging out together and she's just helping him out because they all know he's delusional about being a knight and it's fine. The whole family, her whole family visits and it's very accepting They do more Christmas decorating. This whole house is completely decked out, but they literally start to undo more boxes of Christmas gear. (laughs) And she pulls out like gingerbread stuffed animals and they start to do a tree. They go Christmas tree shopping on December 20th. You know, I mean, like the whole life revolves around Christmas stuff. And he's very into it. He helps decorate. He's great with the kids. They come by his, her nieces and nephews or just the niece, I guess. He's trying to figure out his quest. She lends him his car, which is the stupidest idea ever. Uh, <laughs> right. And he, he drives it and abandons it and walks away. And she's just like, you know. He pretends to remember who he is so, and that he knows how to she drive. She just thinks he does. She just thinks he does. But basically, she starts to fall for him for literally a guy who she thinks is delusional. But she wants to help him fulfill his quest and his delusion. So she's like, I'm going to help you with your quest. They try to organize a Christmas feast she's going to do. I guess there's just not a lot of plot lines here. They just do random things together. <laughs> uh, they go to the grocery store and he's all like obsessed with making bread and then they make a bunch of bread together. So he's a boyfriend who like kneels and calls her my lady. Yes. Has a sword, has great abs, bakes bread and will watch Netflix with you for hours. Yes. 
You can kind of reverse engineer what they think of their viewers. They go to the grocery store. He wants to buy eight boxes of hot chocolate. He thinks their bread is, is crappy. So he makes bread with her and he does it like ghost style with the pottery, like gets behind her and needs her hands and stuff. Like, you know, they really try to create the little ghost bit. She's <laughs> yeah, like, oh, right. he's like, you can't need like that. You got to need better here. <laughs> does another long stare at her. So then uh, her niece goes out to play, gets lost. He uses his skills of tracking them and he finds them and he finds them, one of them on the ice and he helps bring her off the ice of a lake. And so everyone like loves this guy. And at some point she's talking to her sister and this, and she's like, I don't think there's a memory coming back. And then the girls like uh, the girl Brooke is like, well, who are we to say who he is? Right. You know, <laughs> like. It's fine if he thinks he's a knight and his memory's not good. <laughs> Who knows what family he has out there or what life he had? They don't even care about no, that. They're just like, children. but he's so darn nice. They don't know what his <laughs> life was. But they're like, he thinks he's a knight. We believe in him. Oh, he, he goes to a festival and he catches a pit pocket. And then he's like, should I cut off his hand? It's a good thing they stopped him before the hand cut off, or that movie would have taken a very different twist. <laughs> yeah, um, like, let's be clear. He's a knight. <laughs> He's killed people in the past. Yes, he has. Multiple people. Yeah. And, but, you know, but luckily he just says, like, should we let him keep his hands? And they're like, yes. So they obviously need to do a little bit more tutoring on him. And he still starts to doubt. He's like, I need to do my quest. The whole point of this, he's trying to figure out what his quest is. I guess this is the whole point of them doing the random errands together. He's trying to do quest. And then he doubts himself and she's like, he's like, maybe I'm not meant to have a quest or be a knight. And she's like, I don't want to hear that negativity. You're going to become a quest and a knight. So she's like, let's do this knight thing. And then they decorate trees more. She gives him an orange, which is some Christmas thing. And he stares at her meaningfully. Uh, They go to a party together at the end where, so I guess this is near the end where they're at the party. They help the poor. They help the poor. And then there's mistletoe and he pulls out the mistletoe because somebody told him what it does and then they kiss and then his medallion lights up, which what? that's a weird sexual innuendo. And <laughs> <laughs> she just looks down and goes cold and his like blue light shot up from the medallion. <laughs> I had the thought of like, what if the old crone actually gave him off-camera detailed instructions for here's how to get laid in 2019 yeah. <laughs> really really fast i feel like there's better ways to go about it than you're tending to be a delusional knight she then literally she goes with him he goes we have to go we have to go and i'm like so does she believe him at this point i don't know and then she goes what are you doing and he brings her back to the fair for him to like go back in time and he goes like i plead myself to you like i promise myself to you to always help you but i must go back to see my brother like i have to go back to his knighting ceremony and all this stuff and then he ducks down and i'm literally like does she think he's a knight does she not and then he like dissolves in smoke and she's like where did he go and he dissolves because he goes back in time and she's so sad not that she's discovered he's a real knight and that time travel exists but that she misses him because they spent five days together and she really liked him so not like magic exists oh my god he was a real knight Oh my God, time travel exists. Oh my gosh. She just is like, I miss him. And her family's like, where did he go? She's like, he's not coming back. And they go, oh, that's too bad. You really had a connection with him. And you're like, I feel like I'd have more follow-up questions. You know? <laughs> the guy thought he was a knight. So who was he? Where did he go? Oh, he just, he left. Maybe he recovered his memory, went back to his family. I would have a lot of questions. I'd be like, so what? What happened? 
So the girl spends a few hours alone with all her deck Christmas decorations and like looks at ornaments and is like, aww. Drinks eggnog by herself. Yeah. And then he goes back to see his brother and is like, hurrah, I'm back. And he, the brother goes, I'm so glad you're here. We were lost. We thought you were dead. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're back. And then he goes, but what's going on? And he goes, oh, I loved this. I met this girl. I love her. And he's like, you should go to her. And they literally like slap each other on the shoulder for a minute. And then he's like, goodbye forever, brother. And like leaves. All my family who now think I'm dead. Goodbye, everybody. I'm going to go disappear. I mean, the brother's very chill. Like they're, they're a very easygoing family. He asks for the crone and then he's like, crone, I want to go back. And she goes, okay. Apparently my whole job is just to ferry you back and forth in time. I mean, all she cares about is that this like 21 year old guy is getting laid in the future. <laughs> That's her <laughs> purpose right now. Um, I would use my powers for a lot different stuff. It's lucky that she was there to help him if his ultimate quest to become a knight was to get laid in 2019, because it seems challenging. He does a lot of good stuff, and none of that matters. What matters is that he makes out with Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens or uh-huh. whatever it is. Yeah, that's what yep. matters, is that he made out with her. Yeah. FYI. And he says, you're, you are my quest. Yes, he comes back to the fair says, you are my quest. I want to be with you. Home is wherever you are. His Her family sees him all on the horse. They don't have any other follow-up questions. They kiss. And then she's like, what will you do here? Which is a very fair question. And he's like, I will join the police squad. Probably not. Or I'll open my own bakery. Uh, and then they just kiss. And then it's over. I have a lot of follow-up questions. <laughs> police is not a good idea. <laughs> Please, he would never he would never pass the psych exam. He also has no papers. And who wants to explain Black Lives Matter to him? Oh, he's got a lot of female gender roles. He's got a lot of <laughs> different sexual roles, things to learn. He's got a lot to learn. And Brooke is going to have to teach him all of this and finance all of this. But the important thing is that they ride off on a horse together. They ride off on a horse together. As Cecile said, status. Status? Like, you win. Win. You're getting ridden off on a horse with a cute guy. Something that made me laugh was as they're riding away from the Christmas market or from the Christmas castle, whatever, everybody in the crowd applauds and someone in the crowd goes, how romantic. (laughs) We just had to say it in case people didn't get it. In case people didn't get it. It's romantic, you guys. It's romantic. (laughs) You idiots. This is the romantic part. (laughs) Okay, so that's the plot. This fades us into uh, the next day pretty well. The next day. So what would happen the next day after he's taken her? What what would happen? We're on day two. It's Christmas Day, probably. It's Christmas Day. It's Christmas the 26th. Christmas Day is when he comes back. It's December 26th now. Boxing Day. So yeah, he's going to be sitting around the house. I mean, he ne- he likes to watch Netflix. Yep. That's something. That's just a lot you're going to have to learn. You're going to take him to the dentist. You're going to have to take him to the doctor. You're going to have to literally get all the fake documents. You're going to have to uh, teach him how to use a phone. I guess he can't drive. He's not a license. You're going to have to teach him about interacting with people, how he can't say he's a knight. You got a lot of explaining to do, like, all the time. He does seem to be able to absorb American culture pretty well, is one thing. Like, he says, after watching a full night of Netflix, he says, What do you think of these awesome new threads? They're straight fire. 
Modern technology is lit AF. Yep. He is a so sponge. Pretty convincing with an American accent. Yep. He seems to be unusually well suited and adaptable. Yes. And very sweet and devoted to her. Yes. All right. Next segment. Ooh versus you. Yes. In terms of dating tech or uh, what's it called? Tactics. Yeah. Wooing, wooing tactics. tactics. Yeah. So it's like ew versus ooh wooing tactics. So what's creepy and what is sweet wooing tactics? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bread. The bread is a good wooing tactic. You know, he does a lot of things that are just like sweet to everybody and that she notices. Yeah. He never seems to be trying to hit on her. No, he's just being sweet. He's just doing sweet and doing stares. Good wooing tactics, save people, be nice to people around you. And then, you know, care about the community. Show show you know how to knead bread behind somebody. Boom. Yeah. Have some skills. It's not as creepy as it sounds. He does a whole like, oh, let me show you. And then he gives her a little look. A little look. She gives him a little uh-huh. look. And they're like, mm, little looks. Uh-huh. So that's like, you know, that would be, ooh, that would be good, I guess. He gives her a lot of really good, like James McAvoy type stares. He does do good stares. Those chihuahua eyes do some good stares. That's why, like, why they got him. I mean, and the good thing is he's not... They don't make him ripped. They make him like a lean, a lean guy. They don't make he's, him ripped. They don't know. He's, oh, he's not standards ripped compared have to Thor. That's what I mean. He's not Thor compared ripped, to Thor. Good. Okay. He's not compared Thor to ripped, the rock. Where people's standards are, and also in a lot of these rom coms, they rip it off and they have like an eighteen pack. They made him a lean in shape guy. They made him like a lean structured British man. So I like that they they didn't go insane. What does she do to attract him, if anything? She puts him up in the house and shows him how to do everything and gives him orange. So she, it's sort of like Stockholm Syndrome, like she's his lifeline to the 2019 and he becomes attached to her because of that? Yes, and she's cute. And she okay. smiles and she's sweet. That's enough. Yeah, done. She's sweet, yeah. She's caring. Is is there anything she does consciously to try and hit on him? Um, She gives him an orange. She gives him an orange, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so ew tactics where it's like, ew, creepy things. There's not too much creepy, except I guess he comes back and he's like, I've given up my entire eternity for you. Uh, you know, that's a lot of pressure, but I guess she accepts it. So I don't know. There's not too much ew. That's the nice thing about this is this was like, uh, it was just sweet. It was just sweet. There was there was less creepy going on, which is oftentimes in these rom-coms, there's a lot of creepy behavior. This is just like a guy being like, I don't know. He just kind of exists around her and then at some point is like, damn, you're amazing. Yeah. He's like, you're amazing. You're my quest. I like They you. both wear a sweater well. Oh my God. They they work sweaters in this. She wears the most poofy sweaters. Like, this is just like a whole sweater array. Mm-hmm. Really complicated, puffy sweaters. And he yep. gets multiple well-fit coats throughout this. Yep. Like, wears a lot of Henleys too. That's a good tactic. What are Henleys? Uh, another segment. Who could do better? Yeah. <laughs> um, who could do better? She could do better. You could have a guy who can function in the current present and has identification and can legally work and drive. Knows how to use a computer. And I bet he'll even open a door for you, too. I mean, if you meet guys now who are all about the chivalry, it's usually a bad sign, I feel like. Yeah. No, but like you can have you can have like nice people who do nice things 
and they don't have to come from the 1300s. It's okay. 13 testosterone have had a lot of baggage attached to them. Cutting off hands for pickpockets. There's a lot of baggage. Yeah, basic hygiene. Yep. He's got so many cavities in there. Like, mm. you're going <laughs> to yeah. explain birth control to him? No. Yeah, he's not going to like it. No. But he's such a contrast. Like, he pledges eternal allegiance to her. Unlike James, who was, you know... his eternal allegiance is like living 20 more years in his mind. He doesn't realize he might live to 70 (laughs) here. He thinks he's going to live to 40 or be killed in like like eight years. That's his eternal allegiance, you know? He's like, I will be with you the rest of my days. Uh, Well, I'm probably going to be killed in battle next year. (laughs) I may be killed in battle next year, but I will be faithful until then. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the way that knights worked at that time was you'd have a romance in theory, you'd have their handkerchief or something, but you would just be away 90% of the year. You'd just fantasize about them for 90% and then then have a wank when you can alone, you know? Right. You'd have a, like, uh, sketch of them. I don't even know if you have that. You just have a handkerchief, so yeah. Right. That has to be enough. Yeah. That handkerchief goes through a lot. Yeah, <laughs> dual use. So you think that he can't do better? I feel like he could. I think he could do. I think he could be very well connected to somebody in his own time. I think he would be very nice partner for somebody. Uh huh. He would do his duty as a knight, and he would be a very nice husband, and he'd be a very nice sweet. father. And you know that time needs nice people. You know. So, Do we see any signs that he's like out of sync with his time, that he doesn't belong in the 1300s? No, he didn't. He just, she just throws him to get laid in the future. But he seems like he's doing just fine in his own time and he's happy with his brother and all. I think they both would be happier if they stayed in their own time and never met. <laughs> That's her conclusion from this. Yes. It shouldn't, Don't shouldn't happen. Don't do time travel love. Stay in your own presence and get with somebody <laughs> in your own presence. <laughs> So the endorphin okay. report. Endorphin report. The endorphin report. How were the endorphins in this film? I thought of you first in the scene where she slips on the ice right as she's taking him back to her house. She's walking. She slips. He grabs her. Eh, that was kind of forced stuff. I was like, not impressed. All right. Uh, not impressed. Um, oftentimes endorphins occur when people do stares. They do the stairs, and that's how James McAvoy's made a whole mm. career is doing stairs. Yep. Um, he does he does stairs. You know, stairs are big. This is how this guy got cast. Chihuahua eye stairs. <laughs> I would say because this movie is so like vanilla and sappy, it's not a lot of endorphin sprinkles because it's just a little like family friendly, but it's it's sweet, it's nice, it's like a palate refresher from a crappy world. And it's uh, you know, when they do some like getting a little close getting a little touching where they're all like putting you're like that's nice i would say things were nice bread making ghost like done with the pottery hands around him nice bit of endorphin okay. sprinkles they kiss with some mistletoe sure a bit nothing is like i wasn't like afterwards like oh my gosh i feel really like happy drugged with endorphin sprinkles i was just like that was nice that was nice like a like a warm sweater a nice warm sweater with a bit of sprinkles on it Cecile, she watched last hour of it with me, and she was like, huh, my anxiety went away. (laughs) It's like, that's what it's for. Yeah. And then at the very end, 
her the 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 old crone as he says goes to her his brother and is like do you want a quest and then it ends so they were like sequel <laughs> yeah. so we'll we're gonna make these to until that. the end of time <laughs> we can't the keep men in the 1300s we gotta send them all to 2019 <laughs> they're like there's this epidemic of disappearances yeah the castle's knights have, are being decimated all the hot men are being funneled into the future for women <laughs> yeah she scouts them out <laughs> finds the problem? cute ones the cute ones who seem pretty adaptable and easygoing, not too violent. Not like the Game of Thrones guys, but the uh Well, you know, countries have like brain drains, like this is the ab drain. <laughs> they just take all the hot <laughs> men and they just <laughs> follow them in. <laughs> yeah, it's a real problem in thirteen hundred. It's a big problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess from a straight male perspective, Vanessa Hudgens didn't do a lot for me. She uh was very cute. Her acting has not improved since High School Musical. Not a lot going on with her, but she does wear a Christmas sweater extremely well. She works that Christmas sweater, and so she's pretty accepting, which is what you had to do in the role. And he's, you know, you just had to be like, yeah, you're a knight. Let's work yeah. on that. So they definitely had some very mild sparks. Yes. Is, is there a final recommendation? I would just say if you want to have a hot cup of chocolate, and just cuddle up with a little warm blanket and put on a thousand Christmas decorations in your room. You can watch it with and just be all cozy there. Yep. And I agree with this. All right. And that is the endorphin report for A Night Before Christmas. The Night Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.